What's going on, guys? I'm Taze Trophy Kids. we got a great show. We are back from our long hiatus. We are covering the exciting news around Tom Brady, or not exciting news, depending on where you are in the nation. All NFL free agency. We're talking a little coronavirus and the effect it's having on the sports world. It is a good one, so let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is Wednesday, March 18th, and we are back just in the nick of the time. NFL season's kicked it off. Coronavirus is ending the world. It's St. Pat. Well, we're recording this on St. Paddy's Day. It came out after St. Paddy's Day. Which happy St. Paddy's belated St. Paddy's Day to everybody. How you doing Absolutely. today, sir? I'm great. I'm just staying calm. Remain calm. Keep calm and trade on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The message of the NFL today. League year, as we mentioned, right off the bat, kicked off right on time. All the other major sports have sort of postponed. Rightfully so. There are seasons, which we'll get into, but I feel like it is only right. We'll touch on Corona. We'll touch on some other things and how it's affecting the world. But big news today. Start kicked the day off with Tom Brady announcing that he would no longer be a New England Patriot. He was leaving, going for other team. Right before we hit record, Jeff Darlington and Adam Scheffler came on to the show. ESPN, not our show. Wish they came on to our show. Always welcome, Adam. <laughs> Always welcome. Standing, <laughs> we're going to go with that's a standing invite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come on. Yeah. Came on and said that Tom Brady has every intention in signing with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You are welcome, world, for getting rid of it. Well, actually, I feel bad for the world. Jameis will probably be a backup. Eh, he might be a starter somewhere else. Bye-bye, yeah. Jameis. Wonderful news today. Now I just got to hope it follows through because signing, signing can't happen until Wednesday at 4 p.m. if this is even true. It, I mean, by all accounts, it's definitely true. I feel like if it's the lead story on ESPN, you got to believe it. I mean, at, at, this, at this point, I'm kind of surprised is where he went, but I mean, not really. I mean, you, know, there's, you all have tons of weapons, as you know. Um, it, it's going to be weird seeing Tom in a, in a Tampa Bay uniform, though, I got to say. So, first of all, I want to get this out of the way, people, because it is going to be weird. It's going to be weird seeing him outside of any Tampa Bay Buccaneer, but I'm tired of your slander online, Twitter, with your bullshit about our jerseys. We're getting new jerseys this year, all right? The clock numbers are gone. We're getting new jerseys even better. We we host the Super Bowl this year. No team has ever played at – no team that's hosted the Super Bowl has actually played in the Super Bowl. Right. I don't – I'm not saying we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. Tad aggressive. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Just throwing it out there in the universe if the universe would like me to grant that wish. Um, but, yeah, it is – I thought all along that the Bucks had – if he was going to leave New England, that we made one – we were a top three team that probably made the most sense, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Here is why. Tom Brady, if he was going to leave New England, that suggests he wants kind of a fresh start, fresh air – get out from the Bill Belichick shadow. They both cast shadows over each other, but he's still going to look for a coach that respects quarterbacks, works with older quarterbacks, works with really good quarterbacks, because there is a dynamic when coaches haven't worked with really good quarterbacks and then they work with guys. It's just a different level. Bruce Arian has done that. Bruce Arian has also showed, as he is very aware, because these are things that have been told throughout the league, that like if Ben Roethlisberger didn't like something and wanted something thrown out of the game plan, Bruce Arians was cool with just throwing it out of the game plan when he worked with um, Ben Roethlisberger. Same thing with Andrew Luck. Same thing with Carson Palmer. So there's a lot of quarterbacks in his system that earn the right, have a lot of freedom. Yeah. Second reason it made a whole lot of sense, the offensive weapons are just, I mean, 
it can't. It's not much better across the league as far as weapons. You've got Correct. Mike Evans, who might arguably be the best wide receiver he's played with since Randy Moss. I mean, I would say he is. He's probably yeah. the most, he's the best wide receiver he's played with. Not obviously Gronk is the best player. I mean, unless, he's played with. No, he's better than Chad Johnson. I was like, unless you want to include Chad Johnson, but he's probably better than Chad Johnson. Eh, that's a hard. Uh, that's tough. At to say. the time, Sean was Chad Johnson was on the Patriots. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Yeah. way better. Um. He's got a good two tight end system. Cameron, Cameron Brait is a good tight end. OJ yeah. Howard is a guy who just hasn't really blossomed. Part of that is offensive scheme. Part of that is Jameis just not knowing how to use a tight end. He's got Chris Godwin, who's a good, another good two wide receiver. Uh, Rashad Perryman is a guy who's up and coming, I think. The running game, eh, not great. Ronald Jones showed some flashes. That can be worked on. Here's the part that he definitely, I think, will like. Number one pass defense. Or yes. not number one pass defense, number one Run. rush defense. Run. Yep. Pass defense that was young but is evolving and Todd Bowles, who is going to have that side of the ball locked down, so he doesn't have to worry about putting up a huge amount of points. It's a warm weather place. We got it as every year. At this point, I think the Bucks just found some loophole to make sure that they have cap room every single season because they're always like the team with the most cap space. We got cap space to go get him whatever else he thinks he needs. It made a lot of sense on paper, and here we are with Adam Schefter confirming it. The O-line is the only ish concern. The O-line is ish concern. I do agree. Also, yes, the the cap the cap guru on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hats off to him. We should hire him to fix our economy. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's unbelievable. Um, like you've said, I mean, there were a lot of attractive things about Tampa Bay. The coaching staff, I mean, it's p- probably the most experienced coaching staff in the NFL. I mean, it's up there. Um, yeah. yeah. No doubt. The weapons are unreal, like you mentioned. I, I, I think maybe you. Tr- I've already, you know, mentioned wherever Tom goes, I could see maybe a Trent Williams trade happening. Um, we'll gladly take OJ Howard and a pick from you if you want. Um, <laughs> and that is one issue. The only issue with your offense is your offensive line is not the best. Um, most importantly, you're getting rid of Jameis. Um, Tom. Tom may not throw, yeah, goodbye. I mean, Tom may probably won't throw for more yards, and he probably won't throw for more touchdowns. He will not throw 30 interceptions, and he will not throw six six picks. He won't do that. Uh, it's just, and it's all it's it's Tom Brady. I, I think it's going to be very different. It's going to be a different Tampa Bay offense. Um, he won't try to create just the the madness that Jameis would create. He won't extend plays like that, and that's a good thing because Jameis isn't the best at extending plays anyway. So, and on top of that, obviously you mentioned the weather is great. Tom's been playing in the fucking cold for 20 years. He's from California. He likes it nice and warm. There were a lot of things that were attractive. I think it's going to be really cool is watching him play Drew Brees twice a year. So that is something – I got a couple things I'm going to circle back, but since you mentioned it, I'm pulling this up. This year, if he signs with the, the Bucks, he will play Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Brees twice. That is cool. Throw Kirk yeah. Cousins out of that list, but that's cool. I know, but the rest of it is great because Teddy Bridgewater yeah. is going to be the, the quarterback of the Panthers. Matt Ryan has fallen off the boat with the Falcons. The yeah. Falcons have got to be taking him in their boots with this. So, like, it's just something that Greg uh, Uman, who covers the Bucks really well, tweeted. That, that is worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And then – um. What the hell was I about to add to that? Oh, I believe if he plays for two years, he plays in New England in 2021. He does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. we'll see. 
spacing is a little concerning, but you got yeah. to the point of the turnovers. Here's I sort of knew I didn't know the actual numbers here, but I knew it was somewhere in this ballpark range because the Bucks are my team and I just watched the games. But Dan Orlowski went on to Sports Center just before this. I had it on in the background, and he threw this stat out. The Bucks are seven and nine with Jameis going thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Out of our nine losses, seven of them were in single digits. In those seven games, Jameis Winston turned over the ball 18 times. <laughs> That's just, like, hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting Jameis. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can – I wish there was a camera wherever Jameis was the moment this news broke. Because I'm sure he's like, wait, wait, I got my ass fixed. Why can't I play? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Jameis. I don't know what's going to happen with Jameis. I don't know if he'll start somewhere. He might. Um, he might go. Shit, he might go to Carolina. No, he won't go to Carolina. Sorry. Um, he might go to, like, I can see, like, Bill Belichick putting up with that. But I, I don't know. They, they need a quarterback now, obviously, as well. Bears. Bears. Bears, Bears are up Bears. there. Yeah, I would agree yeah, with that. real desperate. <laughs> yeah, I mean – yeah, I would take him probably over Trubisky. I probably Nag- would. Nagy's 40-year-old virgin desperate right now. He's willing to take whatever's on the platter. Come <laughs> on <down. laughs> Yeah, I would agree. The only thing that is, I wish kind of happened is I do wish Tom did this like six years ago. Oh, I know. Because, I mean, he may not play very well. He's old. I, I mean, he did show shines, shines, signs of regression – last year um and i i don't know if he's gonna be like a stud it'll be interesting it's just i mean he 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 couldn't have gone to like a more quarterback friendly coach as you mentioned but yeah i just wish this happened earlier so we really could have seen is it bill or is it tom i mean i I personally think it's just a combination of them both but yeah the shadows are cast each other yeah for sure um yeah that the age is a little bit of a concern but i look back at it there was definitely a drop-off but Pat still had like a top 10 offense with not that great weapons. He's right. going better weapons. The offensive line is a concern, and I watched them. There are some real bad kind of issues there, but they're better than what – like Donovan Smith's a problem at tackle, at left mm-hmm. tackle. He's going to get him killed, so we need to figure out what we're doing there. But the interior is real solid. Ryan Jensen and Ali Marpet are good. I looked up on Pro Football Focus. They actually had the Bucks at the seventh-best offensive line, which kind of surprised me, but it was essentially just because of Ryan Jensen and Ali Marpet, who are – very good. Like Ali Marpet has developed into a good offensive lineman. Uh, what's his face? The Eagles uh, tackle. Um, Peters, Peters is still out there. He's yeah. old, but He's old. you sign him for a year or two, see what you can get. You got money to throw. You might as well get him and try to show up the tackle position a little better. So there are some things to do there. I'm just excited. And the NFL, uh, I think it's I'm seeing on Facebook right now, just tweeted that the deal is going to be roughly 30 million per year to Tom Brady from the Bucks. So, and that's hey, what he wanted. That's yep. what he wanted. I'm fine. Give it to him. As long as I, I'm almost more happy that Jameis is gone than I have Tom Brady right now. And to describe, if you're a newer listener to this show, I am a Boston fan through and through for everything but football. When I was eight. Yeah, you're telling me <laughs> they have the winning they have the winnest, they have the lowest winning percentage in the NFL and they haven't been to the playoffs since 2007 but <laughs> oh God, it's unbelievable 
unbelievable. And I could have had six Super Bowls, but I had to be a dummy at eight years old and be like, oh, I like a pirate ship in the stadium. And I chose the Bucks, and I've been in love with them ever since. It's an abusive relationship. It's very toxic for my health, but I'm very happy right now. <laughs> as you should be. Um, I don't even know where what, I was going with that point, really. <laughs> well, you mentioned his money and how happy you are. It's good you're happy. Honestly, oh, I agree. Um, oh, comes full circle. million. I could have been a, I could have been a t- uh, Patriots fan. And enjoy Tom Brady. I'm just getting him on the back of his, his career as a Bucs fan. <laughs> That's true. I, my, sports, my sports hood has come full circle. It really has. It is pretty funny. Um, I think it's also funny, unless something changed today, which I don't believe it has, Kirk Cousins, his extension makes him the highest pay, paid player in the NFL once again. That guy, let me tell you, I'll give him credit for the money he has earned and I think he's played now, including the Redskins franchise tags. Once this next contract extension is over, he will have played seven full seasons, all seven fully guaranteed. <laughs> no one in the history has done this. You know, you know who's over there clapping his clapping his ass off? Darrell Revis, who was very close to doing the same type of thing. Now, yep. Darrell Revis is a borderline maybe Hall of Famer, so I actually respect him a little bit more. Kirk Cousins has played this system beautifully, and I don't like his little – is um his fucking uh, what am I trying to think? Of? What's the word I'm trying to think of? You like uh, that? Disingenuine, disingenuine, uh, disingenuance. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word when it comes to it. It's not about the money. When he was like resigning with the skins, uh, yes, it's all about the money, and that's fine. Just be honest. Yep, I agree. That man, him and Case Keenum, who also signed a pretty lucrative deal for basically a backup job, <laughs> have did. really I don't. Whoever their agents are, every football player in the world should sign with them because those men's agents can make a dollar spin. I agree. I don't. First of all, I don't know what the fuck the Vikings are doing. I guess we should just we're moving on from Tom Brady at this point. The Stefan Diggs trade. I mean, well, it's good for the Vikings. It works well for the Vikings. In fact, that you get a fucking boatload of picks. It works yeah. well for the Bills if you buy into the theory of like, okay, this year we're going all in because. Yes. Now Tom's gone. They didn't know that, but Tom is now gone in that division. We're, we were sort of close last year to really putting something together. The defense is phenomenal. The offense just needs another piece or two. You get a good player there, but you bet the future on it. Like, this is oh, yeah. win now or go home. It is. I don't know what the fuck the Vikings are doing, though, because I get getting all those picks, and that's really nice, but you have all this money now tied up into a quarterback that, I mean— oh, yeah. What's the point at this point? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, Minnesota, in general, the state, the area, I think that's where the longest drought currently sits in championships. Um, yes. They don't, that poor city, uh, Minneapolis. But, yeah, what do you – Kirk Cousins, he's unbelievable. But <laughs> he's unbelievable. But, but I think they had to ship off Diggs. For whatever reason, Stefan Diggs was never happy in Minnesota. I don't know if he hated Kirk Cousins. That's my theory. He probably did. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they they could have just let him play this last year out and then decide that they wanted to extend him for two more guaranteed years of, like, $33 million a year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what the plan is. And this is another example of, man, do windows in the NFL close fast? You have the Jaguars who have essentially shipped oh, off yeah. the entire team that was playing in the oh, AFC Championship a couple of years ago. And now you have the Vikings who had that miracle game against the Saints were looking like the trajectory was straight up nothing. Like you've got – I don't see how this is a winning formula in Minnesota in that division. Right. 
for the foreseeable future. I don't I don't understand where you move forward from here unless you're really hit on draft picks. Like unless you really fucking crush it in the draft, I just don't see you're gonna be a make the playoffs probably good enough team to do that, but not good enough to really get through the bubble. Yeah. I I would agree. It's just they're just kind of sitting at an a, a good to like kind of like above average football team that's not probably going to go anywhere. I mean, they'll yeah. make the playoffs probably, especially now because as we haven't really mentioned, but it's 17 game season, extra team in the playoffs. So I mean, that's they're, true. They're probably a playoff team, but I don't like where are they going to go? Nowhere. Yeah. Like they're a team that you don't get to be like. uh, I mean, you never get to really take a break in the NFL, but they're a team that you're, you're when you play them, you're like, this is going to be a tough game, but it's not like you're playing the Chiefs or like some high-level football team where you're like, fuck, right. we really got to go all in for this because this is one of the best football teams in the country. It's that kind of – it's they're Wisconsin football. <laughs> like, yeah. and they are they are very good. They're competitive, but they're never, ever going to do anything. <laughs> well, there's also a 30 to 40% chance that you're going to get poopy Kirk Cousins. They're not so good Kirk Cousins. <laughs> There's a chance of that. So. The guy who almost missed a five-feet target on a gender reveal. <laughs> yeah, the guy who who kneeled the ball instead of spiked the ball and the time ran out in the half. We're talking about this guy. <laughs> They're not scary. He's not scary. I mean, uh, yeah, well, you like that doesn't really send shivers yeah. down the No. <laughs> uh, talk about another dude who got fucking paid. Phillip Rivers, 25 yeah. mil for a year by the Colts. I also, like, Phillip Rivers just doesn't look very good. Jacoby Brissett, call me crazy, but I think I'd rather have him than pay the 25 mil for a year to Phillip Rivers. (laughs) Phillip Rivers was awful last year. Yeah, what are we doing? I mean, he threw so many picks. uh, He just threw so many dumb passes, and he actually had weapons on his team. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about paying Phillip Rivers $25 million, but uh, the Colts have I mean, they they kind of sometimes they make these boneheaded moves every once in a while. Yeah, it's a well, <laughs> the Colts make a boneheaded move, but since we're in that division, shall we talk about maybe the oh, dumbest, dumbest move of all time? <laughs> like, I, honestly, I don't know if there's a dumber deal or a dumber football brain. Dumber, right dumber human. Uh, I mean, right now. I, I, I mean, you may just read off, review the trade. I gotta, I gotta get it fully pulled up here. I believe it's they're swapping second rounders, getting I, a fourth is David oh. Johnson plus DeAndre, and they're shipping off DeAndre Hopkins. All right, I said that in a very confusing here way. Here we go. But so the Cardinals are gonna get DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick, and the Texans, in return for one of the best wide receivers in the league in his prime, <laughs> are gonna get David Johnson, the backup running back. A second round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick. That's good. They also, <laughs> they also, well, they dump off a big contract for a player that's actually really good and worth that contract. They take on, I believe, $11 million to pay David Johnson this year. Can you essentially acquire a second round pick? Basically, they traded DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick. David Johnson got beat out by Kendron Drake. That's a fact. Yes. He wasn't even the starting running back on that football team last year at the end no. of the year while healthy. He and wasn't you just checked an option. They had some yeah. guys without his name. And he had a really he had a funny name. Meanwhile, since we were talking about it, 
a trade for a player who is not better than DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs, but is a very good wide receiver. At least I don't think he's a better wide receiver. They're no. better <laughs> wide receiver, though. Meanwhile, the Vikings got a first-round pick. Or no, the, the Bills were trading a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick. And a 2020 or 2021 fourth round pick for Stefan Diggs and a seventh pick in 2020. Bill O'Brien had to see that and was like, what the fuck? We can trade for first round picks? <laughs> well, see, now, it, obviously the Texans look more dumb here, but the Bills should have just went and traded for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> also fair. <laughs> I mean, they should have saved their first round pick instead of second and third. <laughs> I mean, but. The Texans are the dumbest, but the Bills, you kind of got to remember, well, the Bills could have just, I mean, so the Bills are kind of dumb, but Bill O'Brien is the only guy that can possibly trade DeAndre Hopkins and Jadavian Clowney in back-to-back years and not acquire a first-round pick. No, they don't have a first-round pick in their repertoire. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love it. And then they went out and signed Randall Cobb for three years, like 27 mil. <laughs> So now they've got they've got injury prone Randall Cobb, injury prone Will Fuller, and I don't even know if he's injury prone, but he's Kenny Stills, Kenny fucking Stills. I mean, come on, come on. Sean Watson has to be like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe it. And then for a second round pick. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Oh man. I wish I, oh, there's man. not even like a funny analogy we need for that because that's just in and of itself the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I, I just, I'm completely beside myself. I mean, <laughs> Bruce Allen wanted to bum that. I mean, just, I mean, that's as bad as it gets. Not even Bruce Allen. Fucking, uh, what's his face? Um, oh my God, I can't think of his name. My brain is just, my brain is turned to Bill O'Brien, the old Raiders. Oh, Al Davis? Al Davis. Al yeah, Davis no. would have done that. No. He just would have used his first round pick to draft whoever ran a 4-2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, so boy. Great. That's the dumbest I, I, yeah, dumbest move ever. I, I can't believe it. I mean, talk about the Colts just benefiting from just a bunch of dum-dums in the division. You got fucking <laughs> Bill O'Brien. <laughs> And then you got the Jaguars who just blew up an AFC Championship caliber team like two years ago. And the Titans are paying Tannehill. Yeah, I was going to say, don't forget the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The AFC South. Yeah. I mean, t- it, look, if they don't franchise tag Derrick Henry, then <sighs> why they didn't franchise tag Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> it just makes them so stupid. Like they better now franchise tag Derrick Henry. I need to. I need to see why they paid him. Why they paid Ryan Tannehill a billion dollars? Like if they, when they could have just used the franchise tag. I need. I need to. I need to see it just for my own sanity. Have to. Have to franchise tag him. Yes. If they don't, the AFC South has officially gotten coronavirus in the brain. <laughs> dumb as fuck. The NFC South is coronavirus. Yeah. Shutting down the goddamn league. Oh my god, that was yeah. good. Yeah. So <laughs> Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Can't nobody can fire him except for the owner though. So hey, he power moved yeah. himself in that role. <laughs> I mean, he must have some sort of blackmail on the owner. Hey. Yeah. Other crazy signing. Jason Winton. Yeah. <laughs> the Raiders were like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's give him four point seven five million for a year. This guy who's like knees can't bend and he can't run like a curl route but hey why not yeah i don't really understand that move like 
Jason Witten, Hall of Fame player, obviously. Um, but oh, yeah. he, he's not like the type of player though that's gonna like bring fans. Like, no. like I, I don't know what the Bucks attendance was like. They probably sold out like every NFL team, but they will sell out now. Um, like it's Jason yeah. Witten, I don't know why you'd pay him five million dollars. <laughs> I just don't understand. He does nothing to your roster in which you need no. talent. Like you need that. Like the you don't look at the Raiders' offense and go, you know what? They're good. They can waste five million on a guy to teach somebody. Like and I guess maybe that's why because they have that one kid who's like decent at tight end who is the yeah, Darren Waller. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's to bring him in to mentor him, but that's a pretty expensive tight end coach. <laughs> um, yeah. On top of that, I mean, he's not going to sell jerseys. Like no. <laughs> so I, I I don't get the move, but hey, whatever. Another move I don't get, Malcolm Jenkins gone. Eagles just like said, see ya. They're not exercising his 2020 option today. That was announced. And then they put out like a thank you surprising. And I was like, what the hell? You guys are releasing him and you're putting out a thank you video? It's not like he's yeah. leaving like Tom. Yeah, that's a little weird. There's, I, That was a surprising move, though. It, he attracts me as a player because he's really good, but I feel like Philly knows something. Maybe yeah, he's slowing down. I mean, he is older. But he's really good. But I mean, maybe. they did it with Dawkins too. They let Dawkins go. They did, yeah. I here's the thing, and the thing about free agency, and like I'm getting excited for Tom, but free agency, ninety percent of it is crap. Ninety percent of it is teams knowing what they have because they deal with these guys day in and day out, and of some other team overpaying for something that's a a oh, yeah. devaluing asset. And we get excited because we get them. Our teams are usually in the shitter. And it's like an exciting new blood. Then there's about 10% of the teams that actually kill it in free agency. They get good value. They get guys who have rising stock, if you want to compare it to the stock market, which is also in the toilet. Um, That's one where it is sort of like, is somebody going to bite and pay him a lot of money? Because if, if he's as good as he's been, and he hasn't missed a start in like two years, why did the Eagles let him go? Why didn't they exercise his 2020 option? Why is he a free agent? That is one of those ones where you, you sit back and you pause and you go, what's what's going on here? <laughs> something, something sticks, as you said. Like you Completely. Just, Especially a team that's going to be competing for a division title. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it's odd. It's very odd. Something you have to be aware of. Yeah. One thing that's interesting, Teddy Bridgewater, he's, he's getting some dough. That yeah. injury to Drew Brees could not have come at a better time for him because mm-hmm. that man... The rumors are three-year contracts, range 60 mil, Carolina Panthers, who there is some little drama there. They said Cam asked to be traded. Cam went on social with his dumb little cryptic language. Yeah, he thinks so. he's like an ancient Egyptian or some shit <laughs> and said that the Panthers don't – the Panthers are the ones that want to trade him. He didn't want out of Carolina, so there's a little drama there. But it's a decent chunk of change for a guy who – had such a bad knee injury, guys were puking yes. on the field and hasn't played a full football season since. <laughs> I'm surprised by the contract, but I'm happy for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah. Because his injury sucked. It was like spring. It was like a spring, like, OTA, like, just times where guys shouldn't be injured. Kind of the same, actually exactly the same way that, like, Ruben Foster got injured, although mm-hmm. different different humans, so, um, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, different people. Um, now, so, but I'm happy for Teddy. But yeah, that seems like a big contract for a guy who, when Teddy was in Minnesota, I thought he was fine. I didn't think he was that great. Um, I thought he was pretty good, young. Sorry. So he, yeah, all right, you know. 
really young, and he played well for the Saints. He wasn't, you know, lighting it up or anything. So I'm not. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I like. I don't think Teddy's not a good player. I, I just. I, I'm just not convinced he's consistently like a good starting NFL quarterback. Um, that's just kind of how I feel about Teddy Bridgewater. Now he's gonna have. have McCaffrey, so that's very helpful. <laughs> that's about it. So <laughs> yeah, it is about it. Um, DJ Moore's pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. I kind of forgot about him. Got yeah, it. but he's not like great. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, McCaffrey, that's a stud. You just gotta mm. hope he doesn't get hurt. Um, yeah. and yeah, it's a weird. You're lo- they just lost their head coach, so it's a new regime in there. The Panthers are a little in flux. This could be one of those deals you look back on and was like, eh, maybe not the best in hindsight. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's better than Cam. That's the part that I was just going to get to yeah. because it's like Cam, given he, Cam hasn't been very healthy, mm-hmm. but Cam, I think, is still a better option. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm crazy for saying that, like, no. if I'm a head coach. I think I want Cam more than I want Teddy than giving $60 million over three years to Teddy, which it all isn't guaranteed. But still, like, I don't think I want to commit to that. Yeah, completely agree. I think Cam is better. I think, I don't know, Cam Newton's kind of a controversial per- figure, like, your take on him, I think Teddy's probably easier to deal with. Um, that's not saying that Cam's not a good person or something. I think Cam's just very, I think he's very like, a, I think he's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, yeah, he, he loves the spotlight. I don't really think Teddy's that way. I don't really know a ton about Teddy Bridgewater, like outside of football, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't remember a story, even when he was coming out of college, really, or like when he was in the Vikings. I don't, he never was a guy that really, he kind of just sat back, played football, and then did whatever he wanted to in his life. It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, like, so that was interesting. Another just, I don't know, it could be one of the most terrifying signings of free agency or a complete dud. Robert Quinn to the Bears, adding yeah. him at end. I mean, that's a big contract, five years, 70 million, with 30 million fully guaranteed. But you put him with Cleo Mack and the rush of that defense, if he hits, whoo, I don't know what your yeah. feelings are about it because he is, he's 30. He's missed some games due to some suspensions dealing with some the drug policy. Yep. But still, I mean, that that's 11.5 sacks in 2019. Yeah. Put him on that defensive line. That's a recipe for some mayhem. Yeah, that's scary. Um, when I hear stuff like that, that's why I get mad by the, the very little Tua Redskin chatter right here. Just a little bit. No, it's Chase Young. You get those guys that wreak havoc. You yep. can never have too many of them on a defense. They're constantly rotating on defense, especially like pass rushing, like pass rushing position. You can just never have too many studs. So yeah, that's that's pretty scary. Um, some corners got paid. Byron Jones got the biggest contract in like cornerback history. Um, James Bradbury got a massive contract. Um, the Redskins signed Ken, Kemba Fuller to four years, forty million. Kemba Fuller is a really good player. I mean, ten million a year—that is, that's that's a Get lot there. for Kemba Fuller. Um, yep. I don't dislike the signing, but that's a lot for him. And then we can stop. I I also get tired of the people that like are like, oh, we traded Kendall Fuller for Alex Smith. I was like, oh, look, and before he shattered his leg in half, we were a good football team. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, he was a good, solid quarterback. Yeah, but now we get Kendall Fuller back so we can stop listening to those people. But, um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to get, that was going to be my next kind of topic, was the cornerbacks and then yeah. Fuller. How, the quarter cornerback position is such a risky position to pay for. I think yeah. Kendall Fuller is a good, good, good player. 
10 mil might be a little high, but honestly, in this NFL, you want two things on defense. You want a pass rusher and you want a guy who can cover. Kevin Fuller yeah. can play the corner position very effectively. Yeah, you might be paying a little bit more for him, but if you play good at that position, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium to get that guy, and it is well worth it in the long run. Where do you fall on the full just kind of big old brick trucks being backed up for corners? Because I see it, and I initially think if teams are letting corners go, there might be an issue. Kind well, of. well, as a recent you know fan of a team that was burned by a rather large cornerback contract, um, for the most part, I think Norman actually had two good years with us, but I mean, but the last two were just an absolute atrocity. Um, it's hard to say. Like for me, I would only pay big on like a corner that is coming off of a rookie deal that is good. Yep. And even then, I'd be a little scared because you there's a lot of like corners that you draft in the second and third round that are very that play very well that, that almost play just as well than those studs that are just getting massive contracts like was josh norman 72 million dollars better than like a corner we picked in the third round no <laughs> no he wasn't at all so uh, it's 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 one of the riskiest positions to drop tons of cash on i mean it's happened a lot like i mean namdi asimo sucked on the eagles like that was like 10 years ago now but he had a massive contract um, I want to say eventually Revis I mean, Revis was good in a lot of places, but eventually he I think the second time on the Jets he had a pretty big deal and he kind of sucked. Yeah. He was pretty good on Tampa Bay though, right? He's all right. Yeah. And yeah. then when he was on the the Patriots, he was decent. Like he wasn't the best yeah. on the field, but yeah, he was good. You start to hide them a little bit more because corners a young man position. If it's the yes. most young man position in the league, where when it goes, it goes quick, and there is no real hiding it. You start playing zone or getting safety help, but it. Like, there are very few guys that can have... Revis had longevity. Sherman's had very good longevity for the most part. There are some guys that have... Champ did. Yeah, Champ had... Yeah, talk about Now, that. this guy isn't, like, as, like, good as them, but, like, Terrence no. Newman was running around at, like, 41 years old playing corner. Yeah. I mean, that's absurd. Gilmore's had some longevity. I'll, we'll see if he keeps it, but he's had his time. But they go just oh, yeah. like that because it is, it is the hardest position outside of quarterback, I think, to play. I and agree. it... When it goes, because it is, it requires a lot of quick twitch muscles. It requires a lot of reflexes. And as you age, that just goes first. It's not like playing linebacker, lineman, or even wide receiver. You can hide it a little bit more there. So mm-hmm. I don't love paying it. I don't hate the Fuller one, though, because it's, I think he's still a good player. It's a reasonable. Million, yeah. 10 million isn't jump off the page, but some guys, like you said, got paid. And I look at those contracts and I immediately go, Pfft. I think that might be lighting. I think that might be dark nighting, lighting some fire on the fucking money because you just want to see the world burn at that point. Also, um, Byron Jones, like biggest corner contract in history. I, I don't know if you can look this up. I would say in the last two years, I bet he doesn't have more than three interceptions. He might even have more than two. He does not get picks. Now, a lot of times if you're a really good corner, you don't get picks because they don't throw your way. But, I mean, you got to be making plays. He's had two inters he didn't have an interception in 2019 he didn't have an interception no. in 2018 he doesn't pick the ball off no if you're good at, i i'm sorry i need if, if i'm gonna pay you 86 million or whatever it is i, I need some plays <laughs> like, you want to know how many interceptions he's had in his career since starting 2015 this is actually shocking i, I would guess it's five two <laughs> see he has one in- ball off 
He had one in 2016, one in 2017. Yeah, he doesn't pick the ball off. No, but he's still a very good corner. <laughs> he's a very good corner. Yeah. I mean, Champ Bailey, I don't think, has a ton of picks because they legit never threw to him. But Yeah. I mean, Richard Sherman has a ton of picks. <laughs> still, you got you to gotta find the ball and make you, a play. You got to find the ball. Kind of yeah, you, <laughs> I need you to intercept the ball. <laughs> got to find the ball. Create yeah. some turnovers there. Um, I want to talk about lighting some fucking money on fire. The Cowboys. What the hell are they doing? Oh, what was yeah. it? $100 million, um yeah. to what's-his-face? God, my brain Amari is Cooper. such a... Yeah, Mari Cooper. There yeah. we go. Um, I couldn't think of his first name there. $100 million. What the hell? What are we doing? <laughs> These contracts are absurd. I mean... I mean, apparently... good for him getting paid. Like, good yeah. for him. Don't get me wrong. Anytime I go, what the hell? I'm not talking about the players. Players, Fuck make no. your fucking money. Yeah. What are we doing as a team paying this kind of money? <laughs> I mean, Jerry's going crazy. I don't know. Um, I Walker Blues to the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Apparently, the Skins were interested. Um, I think that may have played a role in Jerry getting real aggressive. I don't think he likes watching his stars go to the Redskins or yeah. anyone within the division. So, bravo to the Skins for driving that price up. I mean, it's not good for the rest of the NFL, but it's it's good for us that they put all that cap space to Amari Cooper, who's a good player, great player, but. That's a massive contract. <laughs> it is a big one. I don't know what we're really doing there with that. Um, Because, like, he is. He's a good player, but I wouldn't put him top five wide receiver. I don't even – I mean, he's top ten, I would think. I have to do it in my head. Maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't – Maybe. I'm not convinced on – Yeah, I'm not I mean, so I would, I'm going to do it in my head after the podcast. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. One thing I just forgot—I completely forgot about it because it's been so offensive heavy for me. I forgot the Patriots lost Kyle Van Noy and Jamie Collins. Like, what the that that team is just fucking—they're a—they're a ship taken on water right now. I know Bill Belichick yeah. is the god, and you know it's hard to go like—is he losing it? Because his rec—I mean, his biggest attribute is he knows when a guy's going to go and letting them go early. But like. There seems to be a lot of key pieces leaving New England this year. Kyle Van Noy going to Miami, like that's a that's a big piece just leaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What's, what's his name? Brian Flores. Is that Miami's coach? Yeah. Brian I mean, yeah. He's just he's taking all his old players. Smart yeah. move. Um. But yeah, it's weird. It's I, I'm the, uh, this New England team is gonna it's gonna be bizarre. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Brady will have a better season than New England. Yeah, I, I, I bet. So. Yeah, because we just don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I can't imagine Stenham, the guy they drafted last yeah. year, is going to be now the answer. They, they'll benefit, which they have been benefiting from this for about 20 years, is the pretty weak division they play in in New England. Um, I mean, yeah. I know the Bills are the Bills, Bills are, are there. good, and the Dolphins the Jets. are up and coming, but, I mean, the Jets, the Jets are the poop. Second I mean, dumbest coach in the league behind Bill O'Brien. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, the Jets are just – the Jets are a terrible team. Um, yeah. And the Dolphins, while they are improving, they're not scary yet. Um, I think they can get scary kind of quickly, but that division's kind of trash. So the Pats still could win the division, but the quarterback is going to be key. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah, that's talk about Miami too. They're spending fucking money because Kyle oh Van Noy didn't get a cheap contract either. Like they're paying him, they're paying Jones. They're paying, like, they're paying Eric Flowers, who had a bounce back year with the Redskins last year, playing switching to guard, but they're paying him ten million dollars a year. <laughs> this guy was almost out of the league last year. If the Skins uh, didn't pick him up and move him to guard and he still played tackle, he'd be out of this league. They're paying him yeah. $10 million a year. 
good for Eric Flyers, but Jesus. Yeah. Um, one other one that kind of brought um, there's so many out there, like Breeze resigned. Uh, but Marcus Mariota to the Raiders. I don't know if it's going to work, but I don't hate it. Like, I don't hate somebody picking up. Mariota um, always strikes me as a guy who he's not going to be, I don't think, a top 10 quarterback. But in he's injury prone. But when he's healthy, he's a very he's a quarterback you can win with. And I don't hate that for an offense that is probably contemplating very strongly whether they continue course with their car and maybe give him a second life, second breath type of deal. Agreed. Um, I think last year we both kind of agreed pre-Tennessee season that there was a real chance Ryan Tannehill would take over for Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. I think now this year the best candidate, like the best team, like the most likely for that to happen, you just said it. I think it's the Raiders. Mariota could definitely go in there and take the job from Derek Carr. I don't think John Gruden's a big Derek Carr guy. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't seem to be. Yeah, I think you're spot on. Like that, I think that this year, as the football season evolves, is going to be the storyline of a backup quarterback coming in, taking over the starting position, and playing well. I don't think he's going to play balls to the wall well, but no. you know, he's not taking all the hits early. He's able to stay a little healthy later into the season. I think that is actually a pretty good signing on their part, um, and I don't hate it. <laughs> I do not hate that signing. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other. Do we miss really? I mean, there's so much going on right now at the beginning of the league year. Um, but I think we pretty much got it. Brian Belaga went to the Chargers, which that made me. When I saw that news before the uh, Tampa Bay news broke, I was like, shit, Tom's yeah. going to the Chargers because like that's yeah. a good that's a good offensive line upgrade right there. Um, Case Keenum yeah. to the Browns, loved that. The 18 million, we sort of mentioned it, 10 million guaranteed. I guess I big backup Baker maybe start. I don't really know. What the I, I think is it's kind of Baker's probably like whoa, like <laughs> what the hell, guys? Honestly, with the weapons that Baker now has, uh, if he comes out and doesn't play well, I think they should pull the plug early. May as well throw Keenum in there. They have their weapons are just too good to at least not throw someone else in there if Baker's not do, doing well. Yeah, Baker no longer has the cover of he's coached by an idiot in Freddie Kitchens. Like, he no longer has that kind of cover. So the Browns should, I mean, who knows if what's-his-face, the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, who's now their head coach, is going to actually be the solution there. But he does— Also I, able to control that team. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine he's Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. That's rough. Um. Any other uh, football news before we move on to the the rest of uh well not really the rest of it but kind of final thoughts here? Mm, no, not really to be honest. <laughs> we covered a lot. Well, we covered a lot there. There was a lot going on. Went a little longer than expected, but I guess we should yeah. probably mention you know coronavirus sweeping the the nation. Yeah. Rudy Gobert, that was a jackass. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Looking back on it, ooh. I mean, there's a reason the man's given 500 million or. 500 million, 500,000 to relief efforts with this real. That's that's still not enough. (laughs) No, not even close. But that, that number jumps off the page of like, if you hadn't been paying attention and you're like, why the hell is this guy Rudy Gobert? Like if you weren't a giant NBA fan, you were a casual fan. You see these guys giving money like Zion's paying for staff or whatever. And you see this guy's Rudy Gobert giving half a million dollars. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Why is he even that much money? It's because he kind of treated this like a dick move. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, first of all, what he did on camera, bad enough. Then you hear all the players that pissed at him because apparently he was just, 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 just completely disregarding the fact that he may have had coronavirus and was just walking around, touching everyone, touching everyone's things. I mean, yeah, that's not – you can't do that. I mean, yeah. 
I know he was just messing around, but I mean, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Now Kevin Durant's tested positive for it, mm-hmm. and like four players on the Nets. The world is being shook. That was when the NBA really, I think, thank God for the NBA, because I think up until that, I think when we, when you watch back, look back at this kind of historic event where sports are just not happening right now, and we're not mm-hmm. in like some major war, which is really the only other time I can think sports have really stopped is like the breakout of World War II. Um, the economy is sort of in real flux and volatility. The mm. nation's on panic. It really, I think, I think you can trace it back to the NBA going, hey, let's take a step back and suspend the season. Like when that happened, everybody kind of like sat back. I mean, I was taking it seriously, but I think everybody was just like, oh shit, shit just got yeah. real. Like what is happening here? And then everybody but the UFC got the memo and was like, let's maybe postpone our sporting events and kind of dial this back. Yeah, I would agree. That's definitely kind of when, like, the full panic kind of set in. Like, I even remember, like, the next morning at work after the NBA shut down, like, the office was just eerie. Like, from then on, I was like, whoa, this is weird. Um, yeah, I would agree. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I personally think, you know, if I want to give my, my you know, scientific Dr. Rafferty thoughts here, um, that I think we're all going to get it. Yeah. But we got to slow down all of us getting it because they can't handle all of us getting it right now. So... Stay indoors if you can. I know it sucks, but we got to get through it because we need sports to come back. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got my PhD in the deadliest diseases on Twitter this week, and good. I would agree with that statement. I would very Absolutely. much agree. Very well educated. Um, I would say I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast with a guy oh, that was a disease expert. I couldn't know more information now. Yeah. After that, I was like, fuck, why aren't I running CDC? Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go. I'm like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, I would agree. Just stay inside, people. I know it sucks. Hey, we're getting the MJ documentary early now because we bullied them into that. Oh, oh my God. They need to release Ozark, just saying. <laughs> also, yeah. I mean, dude, Disney and Netflix must be licking their chops like, fuck, how do we push through some content we've been having on the back burner and just make oh, yeah. bajillions of dollars? Yeah. Um, yeah, outside of the UFC, which you kind of mentioned pre-show, they had like a high school wrestling match essentially with nobody in the fans and there's some dudes rolling around on the mat. But uh, <laughs> and Dana White is convinced he's going to have the Tony Ferguson uh, Khabib fight on April 18th. I don't know where he's got that going, but he is convinced that that fight's happening. Hey, I I hope it happens with nobody there, but yeah. I don't see what it is happen with nobody there. Khabib's going to go in there and fight a bunch of fans again. <laughs> <laughs> True. You can't do that if no one's there. Fair. Very fair. So we will see. Uh, oh, Carl Napson just signed with the Raiders. Shit. I liked him on the Bucks. Oh, well. Uh, good player. Um, yeah, that's all I really had. I don't have too much else outside of just stay safe. It's yeah. belated St. Patty's Day, but hopefully you had a, a decent St. Patty's Day inside. And we'll see you next week. Later. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,